Welcome to Drive Time, where we look to jumpstart amazing conversations. I'm your host, Ryan McElrath, high school pastor at Fellowship Bible Church in Jackson, Tennessee, and I'm excited that you've joined us. Now, let's put it in drive. Welcome to another episode of Drive Time, where we answer kids' questions to spark amazing conversations. As we've been getting going this new season of podcasts starting in August, um, I've had the blessing and privilege of having some high school students join me because high school students are amazing. So today my special guest is Morgan Chenault. How you doing, Morgan? Good. Morgan Chenault is the daughter of our soul care pastor here at Fellowship Bible Church and probably one of the most awesome people in the entire world. Wow. I know. Thank you. You just like I have a now you have a standard. The most awesome, one of the most awesome people in the entire world. We should get you a badge. Mm. Would you wear it if I got you a badge? No. Okay. I won't do that to you. All right. Let's start off with a fun fact because that's how we roll in this new season. Because fun facts, it's fun. It's fun to have fun facts as a family that you might know and talk about to your other family members or to your friends at school or, you know, anywhere. Are you ready? Mm -hmm. Okay. Morgan, the largest pair of eyes in the world belong to the giant squid. And do you want to know how big they are? Yes. They are the size of soccer balls. Some big eyes. (laughs) They are some big eyes. The next time you go to kick a soccer ball, I want you to imagine I could be kicking a squid eye right now. I don't think it would... I don't think it would have the same effect. I think if you kicked a squid eye, your foot would probably go into it mm. because there's eyes are soft and squishy. I don't know. Giant squid eyes might not be soft and squishy because they have to be tough and durable down deep under the sea. But I just wanted to let you know that a squid eye is as big as a soccer ball. Yeah. Not a teeny soccer ball, like an actual giant sized soccer ball. All right. That's for everyone to know, just in case you didn't. Fun fact of the day. Um, Today is September 11th, and so we do uh, come before this podcast. And before we answer the question, we do want to, in fact, honor the fact that it is September 11th and that 21 years ago, um, America was attacked. And I... I think it's going to flow really well into this question because there are so many things that happened in the aftermath of September 11th. And one of those things was the resurgence of the church and people finding the church and how important the church became um, over the next few years after that event as people look to, to get comfort, to find a place where they could grieve but also to find a place where they could find hope. And so that's going to flow into today's question. Today's question comes to us from Aubrey. And Aubrey asks us, does going to church automatically make you a Christian? That's a good question, Aubrey. Because church is very important, but does going to church automatically make you a Christian? Well, first, let's talk about church. Let's talk about church. Morgan, what are some things that you, what are some reasons on why you go to church? I like to worship with 
fellow believers and see all my friends that also worship God. That's right. We go to worship God, and there's a community, so to speak. Uh, we are at Fellowship Bible Church, so it's a fellowship of believers that come together to worship. Morgan, where is the church? Wherever people are gathered. That's right. Some people have churches inside big church buildings. Some people have churches inside school buildings. Um, I knew a church that met outside in a park for a very, very long time because they didn't have a building, and they lived in a place where it didn't rain so much. But wherever people are gathered to worship God, to pray, to hear God's word, and to be with other believers, that is church. That's the definition of church. Now, does going to that, does experiencing that automatically make you a Christian? What do you think, Morgan? No. It doesn't. Going to church is a good thing. In fact, Jesus says it's a very important part of our lives. He calls us to be in a community of believers. In fact, I think Jesus's authentic vision for the church was to be a big family. So just like the family that you live in, being part of a church is being part of a family. Getting together to worship God through song, to worship God through prayer, to worship God through hearing his word, and to worship God by connecting and serving each other. One of the biggest things that I think church should be is that church should be a place where everyone walks in eager to serve each other. If everyone walked into the church eager to serve God and to serve each other, then church would be an amazing place. But the Bible does tell us very clearly that just going to church doesn't make you a Christian. People can't become a Christian without believing in Jesus. That's the key, asking Christ to forgive them of all the things that they've done wrong. And all the, all the wrong things, like lying or stealing or disobeying our parents or even fighting with our brothers and sisters. In the Bible, God says, very important, John 3, 16, God so loved the world that he gave his one and only son that anyone who believes in him will not die but have everlasting life. And the next verse said, God did not send his son into the world to judge the world. He sent his son to save the world through him. And there's other times where Jesus or other writers of the Bible express that same sentiment that Jesus is the only way to the Father. Morgan, read for us John 14, 6. Jesus said to him, I am the way and the truth and the life. No one comes to the Father except through me. That's right. And so we have this aspect of going to church is very important, but without coming to Jesus Christ, without realizing who Jesus Christ is and what he did for us, then that we're not a Christian. What does Ephesians 2, 8 and 9 say, Morgan? For by grace you have been saved through faith, and this is not your own doing, it is the gift of God, and not a result of works, so that no one may boast. That's right. If we were just to go to church, just to go to church, and we were just doing it because it was just part of our routine and to look good or to think that that's what God wanted us to do, that would be a work. And then that's Ephesians 2, 8 and 9 says, it's not just going to church. It's not the work that saves you. 
it's Jesus Christ. It's faith in Jesus Christ. When we respond to what Jesus did with repentance and faith, that is what calls us. That's what brings us into the fellowship of believers. That's what being a Christian is all about. And then when you are a Christian, you realize the importance of growing more and more every single day in a community of believers, and that is the church. Thank you, Aubrey, for your question. Now, what I would like to you to talk about as families is twofold today. Today, you know, for all those kids out there that weren't alive during September 11th and parents that were, have a good conversation about what, you know, what was the the importance of that day and what happened and how the church has responded and what should be our response as Christians when things like that happen. And secondly, as a family, discuss the importance of church. And if your family is not a regular attender of a church, I encourage you to get plugged in to a church because that is what God has called you to and that is the way that we will continue to grow. So have great conversations. Thanks again for joining us on this episode of Drive Time. I pray that this short listen will turn into a road trip conversation with your family. I'll see you next time.